Hi, welcome to this week's Daily Lobo podcast. I'm multimedia editor Danielle Prokop, and I'm here today with Kyle Land, editor-in-chief, and multimedia reporter Emily Ashby. In today's podcast, we'll be talking about the Black Student Alliance condemnation, Kappa Kappa Gamma, a sorority on campus for their racial remarks during a training this week. We'll also be talking about water rights and ASUNM updates. Wednesday, the Black Student Alliance of the University of New Mexico released their statement condemning members of Kappa Kappa Gamma, a sorority, for using racial remarks during a workshop related to mental health. For incoming Greek Life members, I have Kyle Land, who reported on this story. All right, Kyle, break down some of the people who are in this story for me. So one of the main characters is Dr. Stephanie McIver, who is director of counseling at the Shack at UNM. She was presenting to a group of incoming Greek Life members about mental health and anxiety and services that are available at the shack. So at this event, there are multiple kinds of fraternities and sororities, including Kappa Kappa Gamma. So it was really an event for all incoming Greek life members and also attended by people who were already members of their sororities and fraternities. And during the presentation, there were members from Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority on campus who reportedly were making rude and sensitive remarks uh, during her presentation. So basically, I was talking to Nick Morgan, who is an ASUM senator and who is there on behalf of his frat, which is an historically African-American serving fraternity. He said that Kappa Kappa Gamma being rude from the start that MacGyver started to speak and that during previous presentations by UNMPD and others, they were completely quiet and respectful. But once MacGyver, who is an African-American woman, came up, that's when things became a little more rude and the comments even started to get a little racial in their content. Uh, according to um, Ryan Lindquist, who is the director of Student Activity Center, they've been doing this event for about 15 years. So, okay. What were some of those comments that were reportedly made? It started off with just generally um, rude comments, I would say. Stuff like there was a part of this presentation when MacGyver was talking about anxiety and comments from Kappa Gamma Gamma included, oh, your presentation on anxiety is making me anxious, you know, just trying to poke fun, I guess. But then comments started to poke more fun at her race. She's African-American and just at black people in general. Reported comments included um, them saying, quote, black people get away from me. And Nick Morgan said that they also reportedly said, quote, yeah, and take off your grills, end quote. It started off yesterday by... BSA, Black Student Alliance, which is the executive members of all the African-American serving organizations on campus. It's like an, it's, you can think of it like an, you can think of it as like an executive board of members of different organizations. Um, they released a statement yesterday condemning this and saying that the apology that was given afterward, afterwards was not sincere and saying that this is indicative of the climate of the university and of the sororities in general, specifically Kappa Kappa Gamma. What has been the sorority's response to this? The local UNM chapter of Kappa Kappa Gamma declined the comment um, and, and referred us to their national chapter. Their national chapter released a statement saying that they are aware of the incident, they are, they are working with the groups involved, and that this does not reflect their values and standards as a sorority. And Ryan Lindquist, director of Student Activity Center, also said that Kappa Kappa Gamma is currently undergoing an internal investigation. They are conducting their own internal investigation. Okay. Can we go back to that apology a little bit? Can you describe that to me? After the meeting, some members of Black Student Alliance confronted the members of Kappa Kappa Gamma who had made the comments and demanded an apology, which they did do. But according to the members of Black Student Alliance, the apology was not sincere enough. They said that during the apology that she was laughing the whole time, 
saying things like, I didn't mean it like that, which I viewed as insincere and not really genuine. And they said that even after she made the apology, her and her friends were still laughing afterwards. So they felt that that apology was not sincere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they mentioned that in the statement, too, that the apology was insincere and, again, reflective of the environment at Kappa Kappa Gamma and at the university in general. One member of Black Student Alliance, Naija Gonzalez, said she was particularly offended because of the manner in which they made these comments in a public forum with black students around them, with a black faculty member giving the presentation. To her, it was almost like they never considered that they would get in trouble for this or there would be any ramifications for what they did. And they felt completely comfortable in making those comments. What is the university's response to this matter? Considering that they just learned about this, there hasn't really been much of a formal response as of yet. Both President Garnett Stokes and ASUNM President Becca Myers have released statements. Uh, Stokes said that she's reached out to members of BSA and African-American Student Services about the matter and is working to resolve it. I was given a statement today on behalf of Becca Myers, ACUNM president, in which she says, quote, this incident speaks to a broader problem on our campus and across the country. Hopefully these conversations spread awareness and bring about change, end quote. Basically saying what was echoed by members of BSA, members of African-American Student Services, this problem is not exclusive to Greek life, to fraternities, to sororities. It is indicative of the entire climate at the university and across the country. What kind of follow-up are we going to be looking for in this story? Nick Morgan said that BSA is going to meet with UNM Greek Life on Monday to talk about this. So as far as any follow-ups, we're going to have to see what kind of resolutions come out of this, if any official things are created. Ryan Lindquist did hint that programs would be brought to the university to educate members of Greek Life on unconscious bias and to increase inclusivity in Greek Life. Thank you so much, Kyle. This story is ongoing, and we will keep you updated in the Daily Lobo as soon as we know anything. Last night, the Associated Students of the University of New Mexico had their committee meetings, including finance and steerings and rules. Madison Sprato and Justin Garcia reported, and Emily here has the story. Hey, Emily. Hey, Danny. So what was discussed last night in finance? In last night's meeting, $25,000 of appropriations for student organizations were being discussed. What was the outcome of some of those hearings? One of the bigger topics that was discussed was the Lobo Motorsports Formula SAE, who had received about $20,000 in appropriations last year, and they were requesting more this year. The ASUNM committee did not give them those appropriations because of the fact that they deemed their association or organization as actually more of a class-like atmosphere. ASUNM is investigating on whether Lobo Motorsports Formula SAE is a student organization versus a degree program. And why would that be a problem? ASUNM only funds student organizations on campus. They don't fund classes. This isn't the first program that they looked at defunding for these sorts of reasons, right? In 2016, Scribendi, a publication from the Honors College, was defunded because it was seen more as a class and not an organization. So another pretty popular club on campus, UNM Hockey, also didn't receive any money last night. Can you tell me more about that? Yes, so Lobo Hockey did request $4,491, but the appropriation failed because they didn't fill out their form correctly. Lobo Hockey is able to request appropriations in the future. They just need to fill out their forms correctly and be able to propose them at the next committee meeting. Okay, and switching gears a little bit. So steering and rules also met on a resolution last night. Can you tell me a little bit about it? So switching gears a little bit, the steering and rules committee also met on a resolution regarding the regents. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? 
So the conversation that was happening revolving around how students felt like they did not have a role in the decision process that the regents made for cutting sports on campus. The co-sponsors of the resolution were Senator Mohammed Asid and Chief of Staff Alice Vernon. What were some of the other things that were discussed? The committee discussed a resolution to be more ADA compliant as well. Senator Rachel Montoya is the sponsor of that resolution. Didn't she pass something similar last year? So yes, something similar was passed last year, but resolutions only matter under the administration that they were passed through. So that's why they're bringing it up again this year. All right. Thank you, Emily. As many of you are aware, water is a deeply important resource for New Mexico, considering that we are a desert and pretty often in drought. A UNM professor has come out and said how removing one federal regulation could adversely affect up to 90% of New Mexico's water supply. Megan Holman reported, and here's Daniel Prokop with a story. Temporary waterways, which supply more than 90% of New Mexico's water, are potentially at risk for losing protection under the Clean Water Act through the Environmental Protection Agency, according to Cliff Dom, a University of New Mexico biology professor. Dom was one of 17 individuals from seven different countries that sent a letter to the Science Magazine, a peer-reviewed journal. Temporary waterways only became protected three years ago, and the EPA is moving to reverse this ruling. Temporary waterways are defined as any waterway that doesn't flow all year long meaning they flow some of the year, flow most of the year, some only flow a few days of the year, but not all year round. In New Mexico, these types of waterways recharge the groundwater that people, crops, and wildlife all use. Dom says a good way to get involved is to EPA and let them know what you think about the changes in regulations. Albuquerque's water quality and sanitation could be impacted by gravel mines, landfills, oil, and gas drilling, in addition to the rural areas all over the state that rely on these waterways. All right, and that's it for this week's podcast. Once again, big thanks to Cumulus Media for letting us use your studio and equipment. I'd like to thank Daniel Prokop, Emily Ashby, Madison Sprato, Justin Garcia, Megan Holman, and all the reporters that helped contribute to this podcast. One last thing, something I'd like to request from all of our listeners. Be nice. Be good to people. Please. Thank you. Have a nice day. We'll see you next week.